pick it up. Yeah. 
find and wonder that we're actually buried in his death by baptism so that we only live in his glorious resurrection power. and sent it to us about nine years ago. We got all kinds of treasures in our treasure house. We pull them out like a wise man. You know that verse? Like a wise man pulls out treasures from his treasure house. Do we speak a due word in season? Amen. Like apples and balls of silver and gold. Come on, somebody. You like apples and balls of silver and gold? Amen. That's the word of God in, in the vessel, in the settings of silver. The, the wings of my dove in settings of silver. We're in a high place of throne room glory right now. I'm just prophesying gemstones into your bellies so your hearts can be on fire. Hallelujah. It's the time of the great white eagle ministry. 
to be released called the Sons of God. This is the season of the Sons of God manifesting. The Sons of God are known mainly for their unconditional agape, sacrificial, we've laid our lives down for everyone perfectly in love. Amen. We serve the root systems of the cities of the earth with the roots of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Anyone that knows me knows that I am not a greedy or covetous person. I'll do anything God the Father asks me to do, no matter what. I've done it for 20 years. Anything the heavenly Sanhedrin has asked me to do, anything, forsake them all. You know, God asked Jesus to do that. Tell them to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they went, eek, cannibalism. And he lost every single follower that day. John 666. And many turned back and no longer walked with him. 666. Because they served money and not the Holy Spirit. They were more interested in the natural dimension than the glory dimension. True story. And he looked at his 12 and he said, Are you going to leave too? Lord, we don't have anywhere to go. You alone hold the words of life. Isn't that how the pressure cooker of the Holy Ghost is upon our hearts every day? Until it's like, I don't have anything else going on. My day planner is God the Father 100% of the time, all the time. Amen. That's what happens when you follow the spirit of truth into all truth. Then you're set apart for Him in the priesthood of Melchizedek. And you are a mediator between God and man of your regions. I saw during worship that many of our viewers right now during the live broadcast are pillars holding up the tabernacle of His presence on earth. And those who overcome, I will make them to be pillars in the house of my God. You're the pillars of the kingdom of heaven on earth because the Lord Jesus has taken over your hearts. Wisdom has built her seven pillars in your hearts because we've sacrificed ourselves to live for God. And it begins with the fear of the Lord in the heart. The spirit of wisdom builds the kingdom, builds the priesthood, builds the prophetic and the apostolic, the two olive trees, the witness of the Father, the light being of who He is as a person, in our heart. Hebrews chapter 1, He is the light being. And we are in Christ, therefore we are the body of Christ. We are the divine radiance. Just say it out loud. I am the divine radiance of the light being. I am the divine radiance of the light being. It's true, it's written in Hebrews chapter 1, Amplified Classic. That's what it says in Greek. It's not, Oh, Paul, you're going too far, Paul, Paul. I believe Paul. I know Paul wrote Hebrews. They actually did like a, they can do DNA tests, but they do it through words. And when I was in Bible college five years, North Central University, downtown Minneapolis, there, the scholars there that were teaching us, you know, studying under Gamaliel, <laughs> you know, but I mean, they, these guys spoke in tongues. I'm telling you, it was the cream of the crop, cream of the crop of what we have available, truly. 
and uh, I still have a great heart for the Assemblies of God. I, I don't hold any grudges. I honestly don't. I love North Central. I'll drive by there in my Porsche burden rubber all the time praying for them and drive-by shootings of the Holy Ghost love. Just praying for everybody, you know? I do. I drive, I drive through there all the time, at least weekly. And just, I see all the students going around. I get so drunk and I'm just like, <gasps> waiting for that call. Be like, yeah, we'd like you to speak in chapel. Gladly. Gladly. Assemblies of God. I hold no grudges, any denomination. And so these scholars at my alma mater are telling me they did a DNA sample of words. And they compared Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians, the books we know Paul wrote with his, with his own autograph. And they sampled those writings, the ancient Greek manuscripts. We got like thousands of copies of them. It's not rare. There's like hundreds and thousands of copies. And we compared it to Hebrews, and it was like exactly the same author. So we know as... Like, even if you were to take DNA, it's as close as DNA gets with the writings of Hebrews and the Apostle Paul's letters. So, Paul's saying in Hebrews chapter 1, You are the divine radiance of the light being. Do you believe it, though? How can I be? No, the thing is, is He is in you. Amen? Lift up your heads, O you gates, and the King of glory will come out. Old covenant, he comes in. New covenant, he comes out. What did you ask him in? Jesus, come into my heart. Bam! Okay, where is he? Now he's in your rich treasury of glory. Ephesians 3.16. Colossians says you're made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and have reached full spiritual stature. Because he says it before your mind realizes it. And the renewing of your mind is your mind waking up to what he's already said about you before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. See, the demons in the demonic realm of Satan and his angels only work through the flesh to try to bind you in the natural realm and get your mind focused on the circumstances. That's how most Christians are defeated by something. And they don't have victory in that area of their life. A lot of people it's finances. Some people it's sickness and disease. You know, other people it's relationships. Other people it's like drugs and alcohol. I mean, there's just a myriad of sins that defeat the Christians. But guess what? God says that you're made full with Himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit at conception. At spiritual rebirth, you're made full. Having come to fullness of life, you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Amen? Made full at birth. Doesn't feel like it. Why? Because you're bewitched. You have to be renewed in your mind to agree with what the Holy Spirit has already done in your spirit and out of your innermost being will flow rivers of creative power. But of this he spoke of the Holy Ghost. We've, it's been coming up during worship all the time. Make sure you are fully aware in this never-ending revival three things. You got a belly you got a river, and you got a barrel. Those three things. 
You can't go wrong with a belly of the river and a barrel for drinking the river that's already in you. Out of your innermost being flowing rivers of miracle working power creator ability through your hearts and minds, which means it don't matter what's around you. I mean, you are not limited to the natural dimension as Christians. Oh my gosh, you're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, meaning God can create through your heart with the whisper, effortless. Shout to the Lord's wonderful, but I like, let there be light. Let is the smallest and least commandment. It emphasizes the effortless, infinite power of our God. Let. How many times does the Bible say let? A lot more times than it says shout. Because it doesn't require your effort, just your faith, just your belief. Amen. The greatest revelation of all is you're saved by faith and not by works. If you think you can earn it by works, you disqualify yourself from experiencing His presence and go back into the old covenant, which is the grave clothes. The new covenant is the works of Christ. Old covenant is self-works. So all Satan and his angels get people deceived to try to earn their salvation by the works of the flesh instead of by faith alone through grace. Grace through faith in Christ. Amen? Grace, faith, and grace. Grace and faith in the drunken glory. So it doesn't really matter how much you slur your speech because God wants you to be drunk with love. That's the only way you can communicate the things of heaven is if your words are saturated from your heart, completely incinerated on laughing, flowing tongues of fire. The voice of many waters. What kind of waters are those voice of many waters? The divine waters. In this dimension, see them as fire for that is all they are. The voice of many waters, the waters of fire, laughing tongues of fire. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all assembled in the upper room. And when they received the Spirit from on high, how did they react to the Spirit? They were drunk, they were laughing. Those that were watching them said, these men have had too much wine to drink. They're drunk. Peter stood up, and said, we're not drunk as you suppose. He wasn't denying the fact that they were drunk. He was just saying, we're not drunk on alcohol. We're drunk on the Holy Spirit. We're not drunk as you suppose. Being drunk on love is the promise of God's divine love. Shaka, shaka in Hebrew, which is actually a commandment in Song of Solomon 5.1. It says in the Septuagint, eat mates, for our Australians, and be drunk with love. Should I read it? Oh, let's pull out the old Septuagint right here. Uh, they're not just for looks. Interactive. Oh. Hey, man, I'll flip right there, too. Song of Songs 5.1 I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered my myrrh with my spices. I have eaten my bread with my honey. I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, mates, and drink, and be drunk, brothers and sisters. Eat, mates, and drink, and be drunk, brothers and sisters. Eat, mates, and drink, and be drunk, brothers and sisters. In Hebrew, shaka, drink, shakar, be drunk, 
brothers and sisters, with what? Divine love. I really like the Passion translation of Song of Solomon too, but that's really the only book I like out of the Passion, so don't judge me. I really enjoy the Amplified, and uh, I do like the Subtuagent. Get the Audio Bible. You know, uh, it's really important that you be in the Word. <laughs> you know? Have you ever read the book of Revelation? Read the book of Revelation in the Amplified Classic. That's the only book of the Bible written on Patmos by John the Apostle after they tried to kill him several times but couldn't. He's exiled no food and water on an island in the Mediterranean Sea. And they gave him parchments. So, think about it. Here's a guy, 97 years old. Some scholars say he had no food and water. It was like a penal colony. You know, and how is he going to work? He had so much strength of the word in him, so much love in him, that he was immortalized. They tried chopping his neck and beheading him, and the sword bounced off his neck. They boiled him in oil, according to Josephus, and the skin didn't even come off. It was like this dude was invincible. So when you read the book of Revelation, that's the kind of impartation you're getting from the Apostle John. He was immortalized in love. And the book of Revelation unfolds how Jesus, the Messiah, knew the Father and knew the Spirit and saw man. It's, from, it's an amazing book because it's all about Jesus' perspective. It puts you inside His flesh and blood, which is called being a Christian, a Christ one. They were first called Christians where Antioch. And Christian means a Christ one or a miniature Christ. Amen? So are you a miniature Christ? Well, kind of. You're second born. You can't ever be greater than Christ, but I mean, I know he's coming back to a bride that's equally yoked to him with spiritual abilities, that's conquered the nations with what he's given us called the Holy Spirit. You know, and not come Holy Spirit. Oh, he came Holy Spirit, rivers out of my innermost being of the Holy Spirit. See, that's the transition of why the charismatic church has had such a hard time. I mean, the suffering out there is intense, and it's the persecution towards those bringing in the kingdom age is severe unto death, you know. <laughs> but you can't defeat the seven spirits of God because the seven spirits of God created the earth with a whisper. Let there be light. So, what is man, creation, doing against creator, seven spirits of God, God's sevenfold Holy Spirit? Kicking against the pricks. The seven pricks of the Holy Spirit is what Saul of Tarsus was kicking against. Right? Acts chapter 9. Saul, it's not easy kicking against the pricks, the goads. How many goads are there? Religion is kicking against the goads of the seven spirits of God, God's omnipotence. You see, I mean, it's, and God is so merciful that he doesn't want you to die by fighting him out of your own works of your own flesh and your own efforts. He'll, he'll meet you even if you're a serial killer like Saul of Tarsus, killing Jesus' little brothers with their glowing faces. You know, Stephen, with a glowing face, told the earthly Sanhedrin that they were serving the tabernacle of Molech and the star Remphon, and they were calling themselves the government of God. They were calling themselves the apostolic and prophetic leadership of the world. And Stephen rebuked them to their faces and told them they were the sons of Satan. 
because it was true, you know? And he did it out of love. He wasn't in hatred. You see him warming up in Stephen's sermon in Acts chapter 7. He warms them up. He tells them all of the great stuff that God did through the Jewish race and the covenant, the old covenant, and then, bam, bring them into the new covenant. Wow. And that's when they weeped and gnashed their teeth. They were like, full-blown seed of Cain came out of them. Stephen knew what he was doing. He was boiling their hearts in anointing oil. Stephen was full of the seven spirits of God. He knew God because wisdom had built her seven pillars in his own heart. So when he spoke, he spoke by the seven spirits of God and boiled their evil hearts with fresh anointing. And everything that was in their wicked hearts came to the surface of their faces with weeping and gnashing of teeth. That was the full manifestation of the snake pit of Satan and his angels coming forth from the earthly Sanhedrin. The earthly Sanhedrin is the synagogue of Satan. Jesus says it, red letters, book of Revelation. The heavenly Sanhedrin is the four living creatures and the 24 elders. Amen? Revelation 5, 6, I saw a lamb looking as though it had been slain, standing in the midst of the throne with four living creatures and twenty-four elders, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. So Jesus is present here by his sevenfold Holy Spirit messianic anointing, and he hasn't given us anything less than the fullness of what he is as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The problem is, is in the charismatic church, we're God outside-minded and completely bewitched. And when a person comes around and says, well, you got a rich treasury of glory, and out of your innermost being flows the seven spirits of God, they're the bad guy. Because we're fighting against Jezebel that sits like grave clothes on the bride of Christ's heads worldwide. Is that not accurately the exact situation we're dealing with in the entire body of Christ? So the head is washing the body. And the head of Jezebel is a bunch of magicians who practice magic arts like Jennies and Jambres. There's a body of Satan that calls, calls itself the body of Christ and the bride of Christ. And there's a body of Jesus, the wise and foolish virgins. One is full of the oil, internally knows him on the inside, that yadas him, has intimacy with the Godhead. The other one only knows about him externally, full of gnosis, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. One is satanic in origin, of Satan that fell from heaven, the angel formerly known as Lucifer. I saw Satan fall like lightning of that body, the body of Satan that only knows him outwardly, and the body of Christ that knows him inwardly through the circumcision of the heart. That's the wise and foolish virgins, the sheep and the goats and the wheats and the tares. And they're being divided now, and at any point, those who know him externally can have inward intimacy with him and know him internally and become members in particular of the body of the anointed one in his anointing, who is Christ. Amen? You getting all this? Might have to put this one on a repeat. There's a revelatory flow today like none other. It's a new day. God is telling me, your promised land partners are going to get blessed. <laughs> you know I'm not a greedy person. He was talking to me about Machado signing a $30 million deal today. And he makes $61,000 an hour. And his $30 million 
per year for 10-year contract, a $300 million contract that baseball player Machado for the San Diego Padres just signed. And if Machado, who's a man, makes $60,000 an hour and they pay his wages, and Jesus is a man, do you pay his wages? Bride of Christ, body of Christ. How much is Jesus worth to you per hour? Oh my gosh, talk about stepping on toes. People just get offended, they just leave right away. How much is Jesus worth to you per hour? You know how many times the Bible says a workman is worth his wages in full and do not muzzle the ox while he's threshing? Jesus had a treasurer. Who would withhold the treasures that belong to the Lord Jesus? Revelation 5.12 Unto the Lamb belongs all riches and power. Only Jezebel and religious flesh would hold on to the treasures that belong to the Lord Jesus and James chapter 5 says, You have withheld the wages that are due the apostles. I didn't know they were apostles. I didn't know they were prophets. You're going to know now. And I tell you, the cheerful giving will be at an all-time high and will take back all of the earth now because you won't be supporting the false, carnal, earthly Sanhedrin that only knows about them externally but then uses Mount Sinai to restrict like prison camps every building made by human hands. You'll have total outbreak and freedom of heaven on earth by heavenly Jerusalem and the roots of Jerusalem through every city on earth, which is the true apostolic. That's why when Paul and Barnabas went into a city, it earthquaked. You know, when I've gone into cities the last couple years, they've had the greatest, most significant signs and wonders ever recorded in history in Phoenix, in La Cruz, in Minneapolis, everywhere I go for years. Amen. Glory to God. It's just what I walk in because I know who I am. You'll walk in that too. This isn't a one-man show. It's a one-new-man show. But you have to understand the body of Christ is com comprised of everyone born of the Spirit. Everyone. And you have millions and hundreds of millions of infants in Christ that must be taught by the true apostles and prophets that are the head of the body, Ephesians says. And he has given us the apostles and prophets to be the headship of the body of Christ until we reach the unity of the faith. And that's the season we're in. This season, with the acceleration beyond imagination, we will reach worldwide unity of the faith. Because it's being, becoming more apparent than ever before, you've been ripped off by Pharisees claiming to be li Christian leaders. You have been ripped off in this generation by more religious demons than any generation in history. It's true. There has never been more Jezebelic, Satanic, Seven Mountain, Horror, Babylon <laughs> confusion than right now. You're coming out of the Great Tribulation, I tell you the truth. This is no small matter. Who are these multitudes beyond counting? Revelation chapter 7. These are those of the great harvest that come out of the great tribulation who have made their clothes white like snow. And in this month of February, they just announced the record historic snowfall for the month of February in the city of Minneapolis ever recorded. The most snow that has ever fallen in, in the month of February in the history of Minneapolis happened this month, right now. We've still got 10 days to go. Blizzard after blizzard. And you know what? To me, it's a sign and wonder of though your sins be as scarlet, America, Minneapolis, homosexual movement, 
Muslim movement, secular progressive democratic movement, deep state, swamp movement, I will make them white as snow. I'm taking away all the sins of America, Holy Spirit. Loose! I'm taking away the sins of the world. I'm taking away everything that has the origin of Satan, the seed line of Cain. I'm removing the roots of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil from all hearts. How? By the roots of Jerusalem. By the roots of David. What are the roots of David? The seven spirits of God. Isaiah 11:2. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord and the spirit of the Lord. Seven blazing torches before his throne. Greetings from, the, from he who was and is and is to come. From God the Father the Lord Jesus Christ, and the seven spirits of God before His throne. Revelation chapter 1. Greetings from the Trinity, the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is written. Revelation chapter 1. Hallelujah. He's excited to know you, you know? And there's no one more fun. Everything you've ever had pleasure with in the natural dimension, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, He's not going to take away your pleasure. He's going to amplify it amplify it thousands and thousands of times. More excitement, more pleasure than you could ever imagine. He says, I endured the cross for the joy set before me. And when they saw the Lord, they were filled with joy, exultation, delight, ecstasy, and rapture. Have you seen the Lord in you? Do you know Him in you? Do you know Him in your innermost being? As you begin to know Him, as your eyes fix on Him, He authors and perfects your faith. And rivers will flow out of you and it will come through your heart and mind and will create the oasis you've always desired. The kingdom of heaven is within you, Luke 17, 21. And we've been like, come Holy Spirit for hundreds of years, right? Or come Lord Jesus and then come Holy Spirit for a hundred years because we're beat up, because we're bewitched by religion we don't know on the inside. The new covenant 1 Corinthians 6 is that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you receive from God. You're not your own. You're bought with the price. The cleansing of your heart roots by knowing the Lord Jesus in your spiritual stomach, in your rich treasure of glory. That's what burns up all the deception of religion out of your hearts so that your mind realizes the King of glory and you've lifted up your gates and you've released the rivers of power. These are the rivers that restore the ancient ruins. And he's not talking about rebuilding Babylon so you can cash in the dinar. The ancient ruins are your DNA bloodlines that Jesus is more than capable of healing since he created you. And you have mom and dad's DNA in your heart, but then you ask Jesus in your heart, the creator, and all he wants to do is heal your hearts, which is your DNA. Your heart is their first thing that's formed in your mother's womb, the heart, and then the ear, and it listens, and you're formed. Hallelujah. Before I formed you as a heart and an ear in your mother's womb, I knew you, says the Father. The Father knows you more intimately than you know yourself. And He wants to reveal your innermost being and the, the creation He made you to be in the glory. He wants to reveal to you His original design had there never been a curse of the fall. 
Had Adam and Eve never left the glory, had your parents and your grandparents never sinned, never been religious, never drank alcohol, never went to war, never had to go through all the horrible crap humanity has gone through in every nation, tribe, and tongue for 6,000 years. He is going to restore you in the glory, rebuilding the ancient ruins by the seven spirits of God sent out through all the earth and through all the earth's bloodlines. This is the season that the holy child Jesus is birthed through the bride of Christ's own heart. And it's going to absolutely transform society rapidly because you got millions of Christians that are already baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they're still bewitched. And now, oh my gosh, travail the Son of God, boom, and the mighty waters shall break and burst forth from below. And the Son of God will be revealed through the Bride of Christ in power. And the nations will shake and all the demonic will be washed into the lake of fire by the manifestation of the sons of God coming out of the Bride of Christ right now in Jesus' name. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. God said about our promised land partners, you're sowing into the roots of Jerusalem. Test me in finances, Malachi chapter 3, and see that I won't pour you out a measure so much you can't contain. God gives seed to the sower. Give with cheerful hearts in Jesus' name. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.